There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to episode 47 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we are doing our recap of Sci-Fi's Channel Zero Candle Cove. And we have a very special guest with us today. We have all the way from the nerd element, Miss Natasha. All the way. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me on. I like our talks. (laughs) We had fun. Always have fun. Yeah. (laughs) And then we were tweeting back and forth during the show, so that's kind of funny. We just kept tagging each other. So yeah. <laughs> if anybody didn't watch, it was only six episodes. It's first season. This is going to be something that rotates every season. So Channel Zero is the main title. So if anybody's confused, and Candle Cove was the season. But I have a little bit of news, which is for the next season, which is entitled No End House. Uh, the second season has already concluded um, production. And the new six-episode anthology series, inspired by Brian Russell's Creepypasta, features Margot Sleater, played by Amy Forsyth from The Path, a young woman who visits the Noahinda House, a bizarre house of horrors that consists of a series of increasingly disturbing rooms. When she returns home, Margot realizes that everything has changed. Co-starring would be John Carl, John Carroll Lynch, I always screw up, from American Horror Story. Uh, Nick and Tosca will once again serve as showrunner and executive producer, along with executive producer Max Landis, who does Dirk Gently, too. Yeah, I realized that when I was looking at the credits. I was like, wait, I know that guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's also doing Dirk Gently. (laughs) Should we talk about that here, too? Uh, And it will also have the budding director, Stephen Payette, from Uncle John, directing all six episodes. So... I just want to talk one minute about what No End House sounds like because it really sounds creepy and it reminds me, and I don't know if you guys have heard about, you know, there was always like the haunted house that if you got like to the top level, you got like a big prize of like crazy amount of cash because nobody ever gets to the top. This is what it sounds like, only like it gets weirder and weirder and it's like crazy house of horrors. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm excited about season two. Because season one was just creepy and weird. <laughs> okay, it's so before... Because we're kind of doing this all as one. Because this really wasn't something that I felt you can break up. Because Steve no. and I were going to record episode by episode. But then it was just one of those things of like, how do you talk about just this? So I want to get everybody's thoughts. What did you think of... Channel Zero, Candle Cove. Steve. Wow. Um, 
That sums it, it up. It had everything you you want in a creepy horror show. It had children and some creepy children at that. <laughs> children are <laughs> always creepy. And of course, we had the one and only uh, Tooth Child. Yes. Which we didn't get an answer to that until the very last episode. Yep. And we had a creepy old lady. <laughs> <laughs> creepy was pretty Teacher, much no less. <laughs> and it was a good plot. It really was. It, it kept me glued to the TV set the whole six episodes. Natasha? Yeah, I mean, it had, like, all of the elements, at least to me, that kind of creeps me out. So, yeah, you had the, the old lady, you had the kids, and you had puppets that just looked really creepy to me and just like some like a tv show that i would not ma- watch in a million le- years because it was no sesame street <laughs> like, it had, like like if it wasn't for sesame street i probably would have stayed away from puppets that probably would have traumatized me with from puppets <laughs> i mean chucky was bad enough but that was like a toy but you know just uh i have to agree with I, you I, both yeah <laughs> all of the there was, like, nods to, like, several classic scary movies, which I appreciated. Yeah. It was so strange. And let me tell you, if you go on sci-fi.com and look at the shows and you pull up Channel Zero, you can watch the episodes if you haven't already. But when you're just reading it, under each episode, it also has something you can click on that will tell you what is, like, the creepy moment or moments in each episode. The fact that they have that on there <laughs> should tell you something. I mean, come on. Yeah, the puppet thing, because these were the creepiest freaking puppets. And I, I'm like, where does somebody come up with this? And just the fact that, and I believe this was on the call. I didn't get to get on all the calls. Natasha got on calls with the showrunner. Um that they had tried to, not Nick and Tasca, but this this particular creepypasta, they tried to pull it to make a movie, I think is what he said the first time. Mm-hmm. And then they were going to try to do TV, but then he finally got his hands on it and was able to really pull this vision out. I mean, think about it. If they were going to make this into a movie, I don't know how they would have done it because I feel like the six hours... That they did, well, okay, minus commercials, so I'd say five hours worth. Like, where would they have cut? Because this yeah. was so, they just built it up. And I know there's some people who were out there who didn't like it. And they're like, oh, it was like one and done. But sometimes when you're world building and you have this weird creepy vibe, you need to give it more. I was caught from the first episode. So I don't know how people were one and done with this, but... This is how I describe it to a woman I work with because she really likes these, you know, these kind of shows. And she's like, well, what are you podcasting about? I'm like, oh, my God. All right. You like scary, right? <laughs> she's like, yeah. I'm like, well, it's not like super scary, like watch between your fingers, but it's creepy. And she's like, OK, kind of leery about it. I'm like, children, weird TV, puppets. And she's like, oh, God. And I'm like, tooth child. She's like, what? I'm like, a child made of teeth. And that's what did it for her. 
<laughs> I'm like, yes, it's creepy. It makes weird, weird little like chattering sounds. It eats teeth. Yeah. It it was just the weirdest thing. And we find out like our main character <laughs> was in his hometown, and it was a uh, or I'm sorry, we're. Natasha and Steve, help me out, because now I'm going to blank right now. It's Mike? 30 years in the future? Roundabout. Okay. Yeah, pretty close. Because our main character, Mike, so 25, 30 years in the future from where we were, because he had a twin brother, and we find out he died. Well, so for some reason, he feels he needs to go back to his hometown where his brother died and investigate not only the murders that happened around the time that his brother died, but what's going on? Because he's starting to have weird things happen, and we don't find out everything with him until, I think, the last episode. It's like Well, in the first episode, it was kind of, like, indicated that he had some kind of a breakdown, and it was, like, causing him to need to go home. Like, he needed to resolve whatever his issue was from him freaking out. Because he cut himself, remember, on his arm? Yeah, but right. did we see that right away? I felt like we didn't I, see that. I, it was apparently mentioned in the first episode, but I don't remember seeing it because I was probably live-tweeting, and I was trying to, like, pay attention, And but I was creeped out by the other creepy parts, like the show, so I was, <laughs> it was, that, I was like, not getting past that. So I probably just needed to, like, watch the first episode again. <laughs> But I did start oh, paying yeah. attention after after that. <laughs> yeah, well, it opens with Mike being interviewed. Right. And... You see these images of him cutting himself. Right. And the and it's basically a nightmare because mm-hmm. you have a mannequin as a um, cameraman and you go, oh, this is going to be so good. Right. I was actually just looking at that picture because I almost forgotten about that. And they mm-hmm. have the creepiest freaking mannequin. Creepy <laughs> is the word of the day, folks. Because yeah, it's like, yeah. it was just like they had to make you uncomfortable, but not so uncomfortable that you turned away is what I felt like they were doing. Like it right. was it almost wasn't subconscious. until about the fifth episode when they killed <laughs> Jessica. Then it was a little gory. Right. Well, I take that back. Yeah. Fourth episode. Four, thank you. And seeing the other um, person get her throat slit by the old lady, that was a little... That was, yeah, a bit much. A bit much. But, but for the most part, yeah, it wasn't like gory horror. It just had that where you were really unsettled and you weren't sure why. <laughs> and the creepy moment in the first episode with that cameraman that was a mannequin... And you're, it's not even on screen that long. But no. it's enough where your brain is registering it, and you're like, what? This doesn't feel right. What's going on? And you're kind of like, ugh. You know, and, and shoulders kind of go up, like, I don't know what to do. Cringing a bit. And if you can see what I was doing, it'd be weirder. But, <laughs> but then you move on, and you find out Mike is a child psychologist. And he's his hometown, all these murders happened. And they don't know what's happening because weird stuff starts happening when Mike gets back in town. Was Mike the reason that it all happened before? 
is something happening again because Mike's there and it just happens to be triggering it again. Well, in the second episode, we jump in and a body's found. And the body turns out to be Mike's twin brother that they had never found previously. And again, that was weird because we don't know what happened to this body and how is it just suddenly popping up when Mike comes back and Mike's the one who finds it. I'm like, yeah, like it looked preserved too. Yes. For being dead 30 years, that's uh, some pretty good um, like it was really preservation. taken care of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but we also see how Eddie died and so we're like, how the heck was the body that preserved? Right. <laughs> we don't know. But we also get to see weird stuff happening basically all over because how can I forget in episode one and one of the one of the kids who is just uh Jessica's and yes. uh Jessica was a friend Sherry. of Sherry's yeah she att- no Mike she was a friend of Mike, friend of Mike. Yeah. oh sorry wrong one she attacked the daughter attacks the son her brother with yeah, her brother what, what? hook what are those hook? meat hook right Meat hook or one of those fish hook or whatever. Where did that come from? It's not like you have that just hidden under your bed for just in case. And, and that, and I believe, I don't know, Natty, if this was you that had te- had uh, posted this. Somebody had said later on, it's like that's not the easiest of weapons to use. Okay, it's no, not, I didn't say that. Okay. I think it was someone else. I'm just thinking, yeah, you know, it's a very limited kind of range of motion, and it's. Basically, yeah, it's a hook. How are you fighting with a hook? But the little girl ends up in, in, uh, I guess the, the mental ward part. I guess, yeah, I would think the mental ward part of the hospital, at least the children's part. Okay. Um, Which is weird if you have a children's mental ward. I don't know. I mean, considering it's a small town, like, I don't know, maybe they just happen to have a section that's, like, for everybody that's mental. And, yeah. and she, maybe I, she's the only one in it right now. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But she's being watched by security cameras, and there was somebody in there because apparently they were going to arrest her when they knew she was mentally okay. But at the same time, she attacked her brother with a meat hook. Do you think she's mentally okay? Because you don't even know where it came from. Just putting that out there. Yeah, you don't know where it came from, and you don't know what triggered it. So, I mean, that just seems, considering how they were all happy-go-lucky, but she also started watching the show that you know nothing about, or it's Mike already figured that that's what the show was from way back when they were kids, but no one was trying to believe him. Well, I mean, would you? Not really. And when they see, they show the cameras, like the security cameras at one time, at one point, I'm sorry, and the monitors, and there's supposed to be somebody watching this. Apparently, either nobody is watching or nobody can see that all of a sudden, little Katie has a visitor, which is the tooth child. Like creepy ass thing. As soon as that came on screen, I'm like, nobody sees this. Seriously, what is going on? <laughs> Someone happened to step away. Like as soon as that happened, okay. it was very convenient. <laughs> yeah, I I don't, I don't know. That was weird. 
you have just other weird stuff happening. Mike on the phone with his daughter, and all of a sudden she's like, you have to go inside. And he's like, what did you say? I love you, Daddy. Bye. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Now, granted, she's like several hundred miles away, yeah. and then she literally pops up <laughs> on the road. Oh, yeah. That's Don't like, know how she got there. Is that episode three? Uh, yeah, that was episode three. Okay. Yeah, and like so quickly it transitions, and how did his daughter suddenly end up? I mean, the last time you saw her, she was going up some steps. Right. I'm like, is that like some kind of, um, what you might call it? Um, like going into secret, the attic. Yeah, like going into the attic, and then there's like some kind of secret passageway that we don't know about that can transfer her, like several hundred miles away to her daddy's house yeah, like we, we never got a real good answer on that nope no because in episode three yeah all of a sudden she's there you have the local kids starting to act weird thank you because we had a deputy sheriff who sees these kids and you know a woman stops her she's like they're hurting that person and she's running down and you see these kids like stabbing what turns out to be i don't know an anatomical mannequin i guess for school yeah science class okay and i'm like yeah they have that in elementary school like since when right yeah <laughs> more middle school okay maybe that maybe middle school but like where did they get okay i'm sorry <laughs> i don't remember one of those i don't remember teacher seeing any of that either what gave it to him. yeah oh yeah that's true creepy teacher which we find out very soon because this episode i and i love how they kind of go back and forth showing what happened back in 88 and then now so it's like and we don't know if now is officially now now or future now so that's why i'm a little confused with the timeline but back in 88 when people were disappearing people kids were dying you get to see eddie kind of go uh, i don't know weird hypno guy like all of a sudden he's you know telling kids to stop stop moving pull out your teeth and they're doing it and then he has the one kid who turns out to be a bully, because we see that at some point too. He just kind of walks yeah. off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah, he go he he got beat up like in the first episode, right? And we see him like literally break his finger, and which was just horrible. Mm-hmm. And it looked like that kid had like no discipline whatsoever, and I kind of didn't blame him for getting revenge by stepping having him step over that cliff because uh, like I, I, but then the brother who was grown up got all mad at Mike and I'm like your brother was kind of a dick so <laughs> sorry but yeah it things well we didn't even know everything that happened we just know that how does he have these powers you know it's like yeah question after question after question and then all of a sudden we see mrs booth in this episode too like steve already said you know she ends up slitting the one woman's throat because wasn't that like her niece you know what I, i thought she said something like that steve do you have any idea i i could have sworn that that was like her niece but it turns out the sheriff this this woman whose name escapes me and one of the other characters 
I think her name's Amy. Basically take Mike as a hostage, because they're like, this stuff started when you got back here. Oh, Daphne. Daphne, okay. The sheriff, Daphne, and and Gary's, is it Gary's brother? Gene's brother. Okay, which is the kid that Eddie had walk off the cliff. Yeah. But they take Mike, like, hostage, and they're like, this happened because of you. You need to tell us what happened. But because they were kind of like, you're just going to tell me, and then it was escalating to know we're going to torture him, we're going to strangle him, we're going to shoot him. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's calm down thank, just a second. You don't even know if he really me. did. Right. You don't even know if he really did it. Like, because he did have a twin, you know. I mean, it's not like he was by himself. Yeah. <laughs> That's what killed me with that. Like, it was like, oh, well, Eddie couldn't have done it, even though they're twins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. We'll see. I of think course, it. that all started because he told his mom that he actually killed his brother. Right. And she went straight to the sheriff with it. After and... she stabbed him in the hand. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stabbing. That's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, yeah, the show did. It likes knives and stabbing. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, oh, God. Yeah, when they take him, and I love how they're like, we're just going to talk. Yeah, somehow I don't think you're just going to talk. Talk. <laughs> and... Uh, Mike's mom, all of a sudden, who, by the way, was also Mrs. Dursley in Harry Potter, in case anybody was wondering. Oh, that's why she looked familiar. <laughs> I was trying to figure, I'm like, I know this woman from yeah, something that about. I've, uh, it's been a minute since I watched Harry Potter. Oh my god, it's on like every weekend. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm not on the channel where it's on every weekend, so leave me alone. Uh, Jason gets mad at me, I'm like, ooh, it's on. Um. Anyway, so she's like, after she turns him in, apparently she has, what, a change of heart? Because she's like, yeah. I need to talk to him. Well, he's not here. What are you talking about? And they go looking for him. And thankfully. Well, I, well, I mean, she would have talked to him if he was really in jail. She wasn't expecting him to go up and try and torture the man. She thought <laughs> that he was going to get processed and, and, and the law would take care of it. Like, <laughs> wasn't she wasn't expecting that so yeah i would be kind of pissed even though he did confess to killing his brother well but that didn't mean he confessed he was going to confess to killing the other kids like i don't know right and i like we didn't get the whole story so i think that's why she went to see him in the first place it was just strange because she her and jessica who is the sheriff's wife have to go basically find them and I don't know how Jessica's like, oh, my God, they might be doing something. And then she figures out where they are. They save him, basically. And now the sheriff is going to jail because he, like, was going to torture somebody. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, what did you? Okay. He pretty much went against major protocol. And he had accomplices. Like, it, it yeah, Amy just happened to be there because... <laughs> They were all looking for him, and I guess Jessica called her. And so, yeah. I mean, Mike did get shot, but I think it was, like, in his arm. Yeah. Right. Fortunately, fortunately, it was just in his arm <laughs> and not anywhere else. Uh, well, other awesome creepy moment. We get Mike's mom dreaming and sees the tooth child. 
And she wakes up screaming, and then she's like, okay, wait, did I see it? Did I not? What's happening? It was, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It, it just, and you think this just sounds weird? It, the mm-hmm. whole time. Because the next episode, episode four, even. I felt like that was a turning point. <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because. As Lily is not Lily. Right. <laughs> like what do you mean it's not lily but she seems to be possessed by eddie (laughs) how is that even happening and this little girl who plays lily she was just amazing because she had like two completely different personalities for this i thought that was so good that she was able to pull that off oh yeah it was she did a good job yeah it was really kind of crazy with it but yeah. we also have just all the other weird kids happening and doing crap. Because yeah. somehow you have little Katie with a tooth all ready for her little creepy tooth child friend. And you have these other kids at Iron Hill practicing in the theater with the creepy masks from Candle Cove. The creepy, creepy puppet show. Yes. <laughs> And they made it, like, even weirder because it was, I'm guessing it's, like, paper mache or something. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, kind of bumpy and, uh, it just gave me the goosebumps. It was all weird. I think the, the I think the puck or the face of the boy kind of creeped me out more than anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the, uh, it, the one weird yeah. one that had the mustache. That was weird, too. Yeah. But, yeah, the boy one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they end up they end up killing Jessica, which I'm going to say I was surprised. And I say this because the acting sheriff, who was the deputy sheriff last last episode, last season, she's trying to talk to these kids and find out what's going on, and she's chasing them down. I thought they were going to go after her. Right. I'm like, she's so not going to make it. <laughs> but it turns Yeah, that was like a bait and switch. So... Right. I think it was the plan to kill Jessica anyway because of what happened. Because Eddie was supposed to kill her, and we found that out in the flashbacks, and that's why Mike killed him, because he was going to go after his girl. So that was like, nah, that's not going to happen. So um, so these, what was it, four or five kids? Uh, I know four. I think it was four because one kid didn't have a mask. Yeah. So they go after they kill Jessica. But she's standing there with a gun, okay? And this is my thing, and I know I tweeted this out. Yeah. And they're like, you're not going to kill us. We're children. At that point, I'm like, light them up. Yeah. (laughs) No, 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 no. They're like, has nobody ever seen seen a horror movie in these worlds? (laughs) I mean, come on. It's like the cops said, like in, I think, the fifth episode when they were, like, trying to look for the kids. It's like when you've seen these kids every day for so long, it's like you can't even imagine that all of a sudden that they're going to just turn serial killer with no explanation whatsoever. Even though, Mike, it's not like it was a neighborhood-wide rumor mill going that there's this TV show going around corrupting the kids turning them into serial killers like it it, there was no like nothing indicating that something was going on with their kids that's true 
But come on. They have knives. They cut at you. Uh-uh. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I've seen horror movies. You're all like children of the corn. You guys are weird. <laughs> I ain't waiting. Nope, nope, nope. I'm not going down <laughs> to that. And Shoe first, ask questions right, later. Because I can take one of them out. I bet the rest are going to stop. They'll be like, wait, oh, crap, she's serious. Yeah, yeah I think all she would have had to do was kill one of them. Because mm-hmm. all of them killed her. And so, and I think it was this Or at episode. least injure. Yeah, I'm not saying that she's going to be a dead-on shot. So if you shoot one, the rest of them might be like, oh, crap. She's serious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't remember if it was this episode. I think it was when Mike's mom is trying to find where um, Candle Cove was broadcast from. And she actually. No, I think it was like episode two or was three. It back that, right, see, yeah, because it, it all goes so, so much together, it was hard to tell. But she finds out that nobody has been able to find out where it was sent from. But a right. bunch of people have seen it. Yep. And this is where, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but when she goes to this place and the guy's like, you want to see something cool? No, run. <laughs> <laughs> and his, yeah. like, attempt to even recreate the show was so sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was kind of funny, but creepy at the same time that he loved this show so much that he would even try and recreate it. Right? Like, the kitten was adorable. <laughs> um, you and the cat. <laughs> the cat was what ruined like, it, though. I can't believe you're the one who noticed it, because, I mean, I noticed the cat, obviously, because they put that in there, but you're like, there was cats in this episode. I'm like, how did you even pick that up? Because I, I love cats. What, what did you expect? Like, I'm all I'm all about the cat on Dirt Gently, but that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> we can come on and talk about that next time we do. Oh, my gosh, because they haven't found the cat yet. Oh, my gosh. I am so concerned about the little kitty. Okay, never mind. Uh, sorry. Keep, keep Bring going. it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. I'm bringing it yes. back. But, I mean, this and, – and I love the tweets about it, though, because somebody had posted – do you mean Candle Cove was fanfic all along? I'm like, wait, if that's what this is, that's the weirdest freaking fanfic I've ever seen. <laughs> it, it was just so, oh, I can't even talk about, like, I mean, I like shows. Don't get me wrong. I'm not to the point where I'm writing fanfic on shows, but I'm <laughs> definitely not at the point where I'm recreating the show, trying to make puppets. And no. scenes. No. Sometimes, like, with a certain ship, because of, you know, <laughs> if 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 you wanted a certain ship and it didn't happen on the show, it's like you have to resort to fanfic. Because there was someone, at least, there's someone out there that shipped the same couple as you did, so you can <laughs> at least relive the show in that fashion. Right. But I digress. But, yeah. You, yeah, you kind of thought that in the, in this show... Mike and Jessica were gonna end up together. Get together. Mm-hmm. Oh, they probably would have totally gotten married if if what if what happened with Eddie didn't happen. Like if Eddie did not start killing the kids and went after Jessica, like it, they would have totally been together. Which we find out their mom sent Mike away. Mm-hmm. And you don't at this point when they say that, I'm like, did she know more than she was letting on? 
Because we find out, because he was talking about the show at some point, and she, you know, Mom's like, you guys would just stare at snow. There was nothing on the screen. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, that didn't make sense. And it didn't make sense to me, especially when there were so many people who'd seen it. But they were kids. And that's why when... Only the kids can see it. I started, like, what is going on? Because in episode four... Yeah, until episode five. But episode (laughs) four, when we have the deputy walking through, like, the computer lab, all of a sudden you have one of the creepy puppets on every computer, like, following yeah. Oh, my God. I got goosebumps right now. I'm going to tell you that. Seriously. It's exactly what happened. I'm like, what is happening? That was still kind of a bait and switch because it's kind of like, oh, yeah, she got a target on her back. I mean, I think she still did, but I think because they were preoccupied with ending Jessica that it was like she was probably going to be on the next on the list. But at the same time, you can't be killing or Something couldn't happen to two sheriffs like that, because I would definitely be suspicious. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, the whole thing had, I mean, if you were close to it, was suspicious. Yeah. yeah. But we find yeah. out in episode five, finally, why Miss Booth seems to be on the side of weird. I'll just say it that way. Mm-hmm. It's because she used to have seizures, and I don't remember if they said exactly what was causing them. But when Eddie had his power, she was having a seizure at school, and she had a son who would be there. Eddie walked into the room and just said, stop, and her seizure stopped. And then all of a sudden, she's like, what can I do for you? What do you need? (laughs) And, uh, ah, I'm sorry. She drank the Eddie Kool-Aid, and now I'm wondering if she's the one that preserved Eddie's body. I think she did. I thought they said that. She took care Uh-oh. of them. But what's worse yeah. is that she gave Eddie her own son to basically yeah. sacrifice and do whatever. Oh, okay, I have no words. This is frustrating. What the hell was with the teeth? Why did he keep taking the teeth? Nothing was ever explained with the damn teeth. <laughs> well, we don't even know why Eddie started. Was it because his teeth got knocked out? Was he teething or something? Was he trying to lose all his old was teeth or something? Weird extra like, tooth? is that what it was? Because he did have like an extra tooth. Because right, that's how they told him was able to tell the two twins apart. Was one Eddie had the extra tooth? Which is weird. Maybe that's what it is. Because mm-hmm. Mike had that tooth all of a sudden in his mouth. Right. Yeah, he pulled out those pliers. That hurt. That hurt, man. That looked like that hurt. Okay. But that was Eddie trying to take control, yeah. Anytime. Okay, we've said it before. So kids, puppets, they're creepy (laughs) and these kind of things. But when you're doing, like, dental and you see him, like, pulling out his own teeth and you've seen this throughout this show so far, I am cringing because I'm like, oh, God. And then they add the sound effects. Yeah. Okay. You know what creep? You know what creeped me out though, other than the other stuff that creeped you out in this entire series. Um, that scene with his daughter and him were playing cards, and she happened to look up, and I guess the real version of Jawbone was like behind them, oh, and then right. Mike happened to look at it, and he was like, "Let me dip." Right. Well, yeah. All of a sudden, he's <laughs> like, "Is there something behind me?" And she's like, "Yes." He looks. No, and 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 um, during that scene, 
they were trying to play it like that, but um, Paul Schneider, who plays Mike, he was like, yeah. So I think in his own brain, he was trying to process it, and it was kind of like a just-in-case. I may be going crazy, but just in case I'm not going crazy, let me go. Yeah, let me bounce. Yeah, he was yeah. so calm, like, all right, let's pick up Lily and go in the other room. I'm like, uh, you've seen that, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and Mike had some of the creepiest nightmares. Oh, my gosh, yes. I oh. mean, come on, you got a two-trial shoving, <laughs> shoving his hand down your throat. I mean, ugh constantly like while you're sleeping and stuff like can you just imagine trying to wake up to someone's hand trying to be in your all in your mouth <laughs> much less something that's made of teeth <laughs> and then being you know when he passes out in the field where the one of the deputies gets knifed by the children oh my gosh and he wakes up and he's got all you know like a puppet it's just like oh no that was so weird and i love the fact that they did this and that was the call Panned i happened up, to be off kept yes. panning up and kept panning up and you never saw the end of the wires and i love this because nick and tasca said you know this is all leading to it and they felt like they had to put that in there and I thought that was really awesome, showing that, yeah, basically, he is not in control of anything that's happening. Mm-hmm. And there are so many, like, real subtle things in this show. And again, you just, like, it. you have to watch all of it, and then it's like more questions end up coming into your brain. It's like, episode it, by episode, there's questions, but when you watch the whole thing, all of a sudden it's like, wait. Boing, boing, right. boing. And we have, at the end of the fifth episode, poor Lily inside the TV. In the cave. Yes, in Candle Cove. Which had to be really weird because... to go inside. Nobody went to Candle Cove unless they were dead. And so, you know, at this point, Mike's, like, freaking out. Understandably. Yes. <laughs> and can I tell you that I could not stand Mama? Oh, God. I was, you know, what made it so bad? And this is horrible to think. I was like, can something happen to the mom? Like, seriously? Like, can one of the kids, not Lily, because that would just be traumatic. Can just one of the other kids just do something? And I I felt horrible because, you know, I loved my mama. But, oh, my gosh. I don't know. She just rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, ugh. No wonder y'all were having problems in y'all's marriage. Oh, right. And maybe because I was totally shipping him and Jessica, and <laughs> they couldn't be together, yeah. and just that was part of it too. But I mean, just her demeanor, and I guess I couldn't, I couldn't really blame her because Mike did kind of go off the deep end before he went back to his hometown. But still, for better or for worse, dang. <laughs> You're killing me, Natasha. I just, she just rubbed me the wrong way the entire time. And she just left Mike there, just laying there in in his comatose state as soon as Lily woke up. I'm like, that's just rude. Yeah, that was something else. Because when Mike takes her there, he's like, don't touch her, though. And I feel like he told her something, but we don't know. Because Mike, however you know, touches Lily, gets knocked out, ends up in Candle Cove, which is strange. And he has to go through and deal with all this weirdness himself. And one of the weirdest things happened to be when he's in, I'm going to call it his head room. 
because first he's actually in his room, and then he walks down a hall, and one of the doors he opens, there's all these kids who apparently don't have skin. Right. And oh. it wouldn't surprise it wouldn't surprise me if those were the kids that Eddie had killed like years ago. That's what I was yeah. wondering I because I'm looking at this now and I can't tell. But I'm thinking it no, might but it be. wouldn't surprise me. No, it wouldn't surprise me if that's what it was. And then you just had this awesome scene that happened with we don't know what this one thing is. I'm just gonna call him a monster. It's like banging itself up and down the hallway. And then he just, dis- it disappears. It's creepy looking. Like, I- I'm sorry. I can't get past the word creepy this time because that's what it is. <laughs> it was just, it was an awesome monster without having over the top features to it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's like very minimal, scary monster. It looked clownish, which probably made it even more creepy. But then it turned into something that its head caught on fire, like a scarecrow. Right. <laughs> and that came at Mike. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's on fire. <laughs> I'm thinking that that was, like, the manifestation of the 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 puppet that had, like, the mustache. Right. And I think that the other one was, like, Jawbone oh, or really? Billy or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, I, I, was just thinking I, I literally like thought about hate. it after. I was like, what was the purpose of the match dude or the fire guy? And I was, and then I thought about it. I was like, oh, because of what Eddie said later. Like, that was, that, that this is my manifestation of Jawbones. His real name is whatever he called it. But, well, see, I, I was thinking it was just something else that Mike might have been afraid of. And Eddie would know because Eddie was his twin. So I didn't realize that. And then you have finally this this last ugh, this last monster that had like it pulled its face apart, it put like I don't know what knives or whatever into its head. It oh yeah. And he ends up calling it the skin taker, which it explains why the kids had no skin. Mm-hmm. So I do think you guys might be right that those were the kids that Eddie killed. Right. Mm-hmm. But maybe not all of them because I felt like there was more that they had talked about. Right, yeah, I think it was eight, and it only seemed like there was five in right. in that class. But, like, this thing, ugh. He ends up in the final room with Eddie. And I'm like, what is that on the wall? Now, I'm going to tell you guys, Jason didn't watch this with me. He ended up coming out watching this last episode, and he's <laughs> oh, like... No. What in the hell is this? What is on the wall? What are those walls made of? I'm like, oh, God, don't tell me. That's not, oh, that's not what I think it is. And then when he says it's skin taker, I'm like, oh, it's skin. Although a lot of people are like, it's like the bacon room. I want bacon. (laughs) I'm like, that's horrible. I wouldn't want that bacon. No, Mm. no, 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 no. He ends up talking Eddie into releasing his daughter. So his daughter... After he says something to her, and I thought this right. was really good because then Eddie grabs her. He's like, what did she say? What did he say? You know, he still ends up talking his way around it because he is, after all, a child psychologist. And even though this is the world that Eddie built, Eddie is still a child, even if he's crazy, mad, power hungry, but he's still a child. And so Lily crawls through the TV, and all I kept thinking is, Okay, giant television tube TVs are now, I'm very glad we don't have any. 
the air <laughs> gateways to the right, netherworld. Right. <laughs> oh, those old school TVs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad we got rid of ours last that year. That we grew up with. Yeah, yeah I, I don't have any in my house. I am so oh. happy. Not, especially not after watching this. Oh. oh, no, you know what? Yeah, I do, but it doesn't work. <laughs> but these were never. It's not plugged even plugged in. in. <gasps> well, no, it's not even plugged in. Either, you have so. a gateway. Uh, like, now she's like, I gotta go. Get rid of it, Daddy. Hurry. It's part of a. It's part of a cupboard thing. You can't really move it. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be looking at that all weird all the time now, aren't you? <laughs> uh, probably not. I'm probably gonna forget this conversation. <laughs> hope so. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, block it from my mind. So, like, she crawls through the television. She's back in her body. Her mom takes her away. And, yeah, like you Again, said. leaves Mike hanging, yeah, literally. Yeah, not even, like, I'm just. I'm kind of shocked she didn't run up and kick him. I swear. I mean, I just felt like she, yeah, she has what... such dislike for her husband. But they go back, and she's, like, she hugs her grandmother, Mike's mom. And all of a sudden, she's, like, where is he? I have to go to him. And I'm thinking that something had to be said before, you know, he ever went out. Like, he had to tell his mom, if something happens, you got to do this. I mean, didn't you guys think something had to happen before his mom? Oh, yeah, because then we get to see that, you know, Sheriff Amy is closing the case in front of the press. and Right, like all of a sudden we jumped ahead. everybody to leave the sheriff and his two kids alone that he actually was able to talk down and um so it was i uh, was worried for him about that because like, been yeah that, <laughs> no and i it, think and, and i felt like there was a line that could have been crossed but i'm glad that they didn't because that again would have been it's bad enough that you're going to stab your brother but you're going to stab your daddy and then when you're when you snap out of it if you ever do you realize that your parents are now dead right because and your in little some friends ways killed your your mom yeah your little friends killed your mom but you also physically killed your dad by stabbing him to death that would be very traumatic yeah so I, i'm glad they didn't go there and it was weird because as yeah as his mom is off trying to find it we're we're seeing like you said sheriff amy and all these kids are all of a sudden, like, everywhere, and they have knives. And it's like, what is going on? How did nobody notice all their kids just got up and left? Left, yeah. <laughs> They're at work. Everybody was at work? It just felt like maybe somebody would have stayed home. Yeah. Yeah, unless it was, like, a weekend day. I mean, it seemed like that was one of those weekend days that just randomly, like, you have kids walk out. I mean, I guess if you're used to... Because this is very much where they showed it, like, small, small town. town. Yeah, yeah, kids would go, and they, they're they playing. Much than any of the towns we live in. Now. Yes. <laughs> so it's uh, just, like, I felt like there should have been another adult other than Creepy Miss Booth. <laughs> because she wanted all this to play out. Well, Mike's mom ends up meeting Mrs. Booth on her way to find Mike. And again. And they get a knockdown drag out. Yes. And I'm telling you, when she's standing and the there. the hook returns. She's standing there with the hook. Do you really want to keep talking shit to the person who has the hook? The hook and you don't have any weapons on you at all? Although, although I really thought, she's like, you're not going to do anything. And I really thought maybe she wasn't. Yeah. Second. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Nope. Mrs. Booth was going to stop. Marla from getting back to 
to Mike because of Eddie's plan. Mm-hmm. So she actually tells Mike that Eddie's going to take over your body. It's already starting. Yeah, that was messed up. And well, I mean, with the tooth, that was kind of an obvious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was like, ugh, cringe, cringe, cringe. Well, Mom man- manages to kind of take down Mrs. Booth after all. Well, not Thanks. really. It's because that Amy. Helped from the, yeah. Yeah, Amy shot her and. She wasn't given a Then she took out her revenge a little bit. Yeah, that's true. And finished the job (laughs) to the head. (laughs) And then she ended up finding Mike, and I thought she was going to just, like, hold him and rock him, because you don't know what happened. Because, like you said, we kind of flash forward, and everything's wrapped up, and it's like, okay, what... What's going on? What happened to Mike? What, 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 right. what? Right. Um, I was like, yeah. I, what, uh, what? I think I tweeted it, too, exactly, because, seriously, <laughs> I, I had no words because I had no idea what was going on. I was confused. But then we come back where Mike and Eddie were playing war still, and Mike admits he cheated when they were little because he never wanted to, the game to end, basically. And Eddie's like, well, I'm going to stack the deck my way because it's my world. But he managed to stay and keep him in there. Occupied uh, long enough for... For his mom to turn around and actually uh, suffocate him. Mm -hmm. And Eddie didn't see it, though, because... And this is what I... The only thing I would have changed in this moment is... Mike seeing his mom do that on the screen, which we don't mm-hmm. see that. Right. That would have been the only thing I would have changed. And so Eddie's like, I won. Bye. I got somebody to be. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> First of all, that's a horrible pun. But second, yeah. I'm like, you're such a little ass. I couldn't but help it's it. Just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just interesting to me, though, because when he... If he went into Mike's adult body, he would still be childlike. Yeah. Like, he literally right. did not grow up. So, I mean, it, that couldn't have worked. It wouldn't uh, have, yeah, it wouldn't have worked. And he made it sound like he'd been watching Mike this whole time. But how? Probably. But then it's like, okay, well, you probably should have done this years ago when <laughs> then you could have grown up as Mike and... Mike wouldn't have had a chance to really defeat you mentally. Like, it, no. Uh, This was weird because final scene, we see Lily and her mom going outside with with her grandmother. But Lily looks at the TV, and all of a sudden, Candle Cove comes on, and then you see Mike turn it off. And I'm like, oh, my God, Mm -hmm. Mike's alive. Because this is the moment before we see that he was suffocated. And then it turns out he's not there. So is he turning the TV off, like, still fighting Eddie so Eddie can't get get out? Is that what this was? That, that would be my guess because yep. my, my guess is because they're both stuck in that world, Eddie's still going to try and get out, and Mike is trying to protect his daughter because right. the easiest probably route would be through Lily. Um, so... Mike is trying to shut that down, <laughs> but with by turning off Candle Cove whenever he gets a chance. <laughs> oh. Okay, so 
that's kind of our wrap-up without being... I know it's kind of strange. It didn't sound exactly specific, but that's because this episode... I mean, we did spoil it. (laughs) Well, I'm hoping if you're reading that it said Channel Zero, Candle Cove show recap, you're not listening if you didn't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Because that would have just been weird. I mean, thanks, but that would have been weird. (laughs) I don't know. How did you guys feel? I mean, overall... I even feel like this could have gone more. Yeah, I think there is some um, things that were kind of left to the wind that I probably would have wanted a little more um, closure with. But um, And I think initially when I first saw the finale, I was a little disappointed. I don't know. I guess I was thinking it would go so... I wasn't expecting the answers that I got. So, you know, just talking about it, it's all right, but I think the buildup was a lot better. Steve? Well, I actually enjoyed the finale and the way it ended. I thought that was really the only good way for it to end was to Mike was for Mike to sacrifice himself because of the simple fact that they were twins that Mike had some ability too, and he just mm-hmm. hadn't tapped into it. But he did at the end. Hmm, that's good. Yeah. I didn't think about it that way. And I, th- this yeah. is actually one of the questions I asked the showrunner was, do you think everybody would be satisfied? And, you know, he was a very smart man. He's like, you can't, he goes, I'd be stupid to say everybody would be satisfied. Because there's always something that you're going to be like, oh, well, what about this? And he did say if there was maybe another episode or two, they could have really rounded everything out. But... I think it rounded, it, you know, pretty much wrapped up, I would say, at least 90% of the things that I questioned. But the mm-hmm. big questions were all answered. There was the only thing... Yeah, no, thing, the big questions definitely. Yeah, the only thing that, I, like I said, it's like, where did it originally come from? Because they were kind of hazy on that. Right, they said it was, Eddie created it, but I, yeah, something had to be there before, yeah. I think. Yeah, but overall, I really like this, and I'm really looking forward to the next one. Like I said, it just reminds me of the story that I always heard about haunted houses, like, that there's this awesome one, and nobody's ever actually heard it. Everybody's heard the story, but nobody knows if it actually exists, and that's what I feel like the next one is going to turn into. Something weird yeah. and awesome. Whoever survives wins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. So. Well, they made a movie on that, The Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was called that, or if it was called something else, I can't. Was it the 13th Floor? That was not. Uh, I can't. 13th Floor, if it's what I think it is, is something completely different. Which is a weird, semi, it's sci-fi-ish if it's the one I'm thinking. I can't remember. <laughs> if you know. I just know that sometimes it's randomly on TV, and I kind of watch it, but then I don't. <laughs> if you know what it is that we're trying to think of, fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> because, of course, we want to hear from you. And I want to know what you guys think about this. And Steve and I will talk about your responses in later episodes when we're watching and talking about some of the other sci-fi shows. Because sci-fi has so many awesome shows right now. But, as always, please rate and review us on all the platforms that you're finding us on, because there's several of them now. iTunes, of course, is our biggest one, and 
Podomatic and Spreaker and TuneIn. Tuned in and what else did I say? Oh my gosh, there's a bunch. Uh, SoundCloud, Google Play, Google Play um, <laughs> Stitcher, everywhere. Slacker. I don't know. I might be on iHeartRadio at this point. I don't know. I've put it out everywhere. So <laughs> we hope you're enjoying it. We want to hear from you. Fangirlzonepodcast at g- gmail.com. You can tweet with us, FGZ Podcast. Yay, I finally got it. And, of course, Steve and I are live tweeting either from FGZ Podcast or from our own. Mine's Jedify28. Steve is at Salier Steve. And, finally, our guest is all over the place with her podcast. <laughs> Natasha, tell them where they can find you. Um, all right. So, you can find our main account on Twitter at The Nerd Element. Um, but I live tweet um, and... Kimberly, who sometimes guests on here as well. <laughs> we try and live tweet a lot of the sci-fi fantasy shows from teeny underscore sci-fantasy. Um, but we also have other podcasts as well, so just check out our website, www.thenerdelement.com, and check out the Podcast Empire link for the rest of our podcasts and Twitter handles. <laughs> well, we really hope you guys enjoyed the recap. I know I enjoyed talking to these two because I love talking to these guys, and this show was so weird. And creepy! <laughs> and if anybody had the total account of times we said creepy, let me know, because the first one I get, I will send you out a prize. <laughs> I swear to God. I have some in the prize pack. I will send you out. Send it to me. I guess I should have kept track myself, but I'll have to go back and listen. Well, just listen to this again, <laughs> and then you'll get your count. There you there go. go. <laughs> All right. So, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangerless. And I'm Steve. It's a trap! It's always a trap. Until next time. <laughs>